Oh, there we go. Just like that, we're live, folks. This is it. You've done it. You've clicked on Inside the Whale. This is episode, going to be episode number 35. Wow, crazy. Keep rolling away, guys. Thank you for the click. Thank you for checking in. If you're new to the podcast, if this is the first time you've tuned in, welcome aboard. Uh, I want to make this awesome for you. I want to make this experience pleasurable for you. I want you to enjoy it. I want you to tell your friends and say, hey, have you checked out that podcast? Go listen to it. It's interesting. Or maybe not. Maybe you're like, that guy is a fool. I've seen him play at the brewery. I think he's a clown. Maybe he's not a clown. Maybe he knows something. Maybe he knows too much. Either way, folks, you're here. We're doing it. This is episode 35 of Inside the Whale. Today's episode is pretty unique in that uh, I feel like if you're like me, you've looked around the island and noticed that uh, everyone is just buzzing. It's like worker bees. Everyone's going every which way to get their projects done and get the island spruced up for summer. And, uh, you know, whether you're a carpenter or a plumber, an electrician, you guys are burning it nonstop. And uh, you can almost just feel the intensity of the energy of that cumulative energy just ramp up on the island and uh, I'm just blown away by uh, how much just construction and how much work is going on uh, on this little island of Nantucket it's crazy it's it's mind-blowing and you know you watch that uh, you watch that line start to build at the end uh, end of the four o'clock boat there and you're just like look at all the workers everyone's hustling to get the job done, and uh, it's getting done. So this t- t- today's episode is uh, specific to that. Um, when I first got to Nantucket, I worked down at the, the ice cream shop on the Straight Wharf. It was called uh, the Juice Guys, uh, Nantucket Ice Cream, and uh, I was helping my friend Mike Campbell up the hall over, Soupy, as some of you guys know him. I was helping him manage that store, and uh, my Cisco delivery guy was Scott. And I was always just absolutely blown away by this guy, Scott. He's a beast. He was the truck driver for Cisco. And I'd watch him unload this truck in the middle of July, two hand trucks filled with boxes, sweat dripping off him, people screaming, screaming at him to move his truck. And I said, that guy right there, that guy is a monster. He is a workhorse, man. And uh, his attitude was always positive, too. Never saw him, never saw him uh, crack. And I saw a lot of instances where I think most people would crack. And in fact, I remember someone screaming at him to move his truck because the High Line was pulling in. And you, I just got a sense of the intensity of his job. And I always thought that, uh, man, I got to sit down and talk to him. So today, I saw him and I said, Scott, do you have a you know, any time to sit down and talk with me. And uh, he said, you know what? I'm on a two o'clock boat. I'll be there at, uh, no, it's a two, it was a 245 boat. I'll be there at two. So what did I do? I went down there. I met him, hopped in his truck, and uh, I got to talk shop with Scott Del Farbo, the Cisco truck driver for the downtown loop, man. And uh, I just feel that he is uh, one of the examples of uh, the behind the scenes guy that makes this island tick. You know, food doesn't get delivered. And there's other guys that do his job out there, U.S. Foods guys. I just happen to know Scott, so and he was nice enough to give me uh, give me a few minutes to sit down and talk because I, I had a lot of questions. 
Uh, and I just can't tell you how appreciative I am that he took the time to even just sit there because he clearly was a busy guy. And on this particular trip today, his arm was cut up, and uh, it's a phys- it's like playing a football game every single day, delivering this food on this, uh, driving these trucks down these narrow roads and parking and parallel parking and you know an eighteen wheeler or a pup, as he told me that those trucks are called. The ones that don't have the cabs are called pups. I learned that. Uh, so I felt like today should be like the worker bee episode, you know. I also had the opportunity, you're going to hear two conversations. I had the chance, I was on the high line, waiting in line, and uh, chatted up these fellows, didn't know them, uh, just was curious to know what their deal was, and it was two uh, audio technicians that come out here and they do the hardwiring of multi-million dollar homes, and uh, you'll hear that conversation too. Just you know, a little slice of some of the people that are making this island tick, and that's really the point of this episode. It's the worker being everyone's out there, you know, whether you're cutting grass or framing a house, you're doing it. I wanted to uh, give this episode to you guys, to all of all of you guys that make this island tick and bust your ass every day, sprucing this place up because it's go time. Scott Del Farbo, you're one of the guys doing it. Cisco Truck Jar, and if you and if you see Scott, make sure and you listen to this episode, make sure you thank him and you tell him you appreciate it. Or maybe not. I don't know. Either way, uh, I'm impressed with them. And uh, the conversation is, uh, it's a short one, you know, but I just, uh, I want to get it out there because I think that uh, hopefully you guys will find it as interesting as I did. So uh, let's just go to my conversation with Scott Del Farbo, Cisco truck driver on Nantucket. Guys, now you might win. Show us your crooked jaw. Show us your wrinkled brow. Rise. He rises! How long? So, um, Scott, what's your last name? Del Fabro. Scott Del Fabro, shut your door. Um, let's see. Where you fly, I want, I want to give people a sense of like where and just the amount of energy and sheer manpower that goes in. I'm, I know you from, uh, you're delivering, you gotta take the call, take Thank it. You, sorry. Don't worry about it, take it. Johnny, are you gonna make this one? Uh, all right, I'll let him know. You hear from Dan at all? All right, I'll try him now. All right, bye. You call him. Do your thing, I'll man. message him. He doesn't answer his phone anyways. <laughs> Today was a hectic day, huh? Crazy, man. 24 stops. Come on. That's <laughs> too much, bro. It's... <laughs> Oh, man. You know what? It wasn't too much years ago. I'm just freaking... I got old, bro. No, I know. That's why I, I want... The, island, this, did, this the part- island didn't get bigger. I got older, man. Yeah, but th- this particular job is is pretty intense as far as, like, not only mentally, but physically. Like, the, the middle... All I can think about is that watching you back this thing up down the straight <laughs> wharf in the middle of July and people giving you shit. I heard, like, people uh, yelling at you and you're trying to do your job and I just... I was always impressed, and I always felt like that your job is uh, one of the hardest jobs out here. So I figured I, I, wa- I wanted to give people a sense of like, you know, where the journey it starts. But back to that, where you, where'd you grow up? East Milton Square. 
in Mass. Yeah. And right by Braintree. Right by Braintree. And when did you start driving trucks? Well, 1985. Always for Cisco? No, 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 no. What was your first truck driving job? Uh, I drove dump trailer for years, and I bought my own trucks. I had my own trucking company for a while. With the cab and back and everything? No, no, no. Just no? day work. I worked for the CMAS power plant. Okay. And then I, I turned wrenches for a while at BFI, and then been doing this for like 10 years. So you start working for Cisco. When did you first start coming to Nantucket? 2009. What was, uh, who was doing the route before you? Uh, Do you remember who it was? Rich Villa and this kid Tommy, Tommy Cabral. And what happened to him? They just, they burned out, man. <laughs> so that's the thing. Like a lot of people burn out on this, yeah. this Rich, job. Richie actually just retired last week. And so what time do you leave, uh, like, I, I want to get a sense of, like, what time do you pick the truck up? What's your route like? I leave my house at, like, 3.15. I hook the trailer up by 4, 4.15, and I get to the boat at 4.30. Wow. Yeah. And then you're, and then the minute you, uh, do you sleep on the boat? Mm, on the way back. On the way over, I separate as much as I can, getting it ready to, to run, you know? Right, so you have to actually have to do almost do like a pregame in your mind of what where everything is. So you no, can... I just, I mean, if you have room in the back of the truck, separate as many stops as you can. So when you get here, you're not digging through pallets. You just it's all ready to run, you know. So it does take a amount of a serious amount of organization. So if you didn't know what you're doing, you were just sent to no, do this. You'd be lost. <laughs> you'd be lost. I've seen guys quit in their first week. Yeah, and I think this particular route, didn't you tell me, is oh, one of the... this is the worst. The, out of all Cisco routes, this is not many drivers can do the job that you do. No. Well, it's because you got to make a boat. You know what I mean? If you had all day to do it, it wouldn't be stressful at all. You know, you could just take your time, get it done, and when you were done, you were done. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. That's where I think that you're... You're basically the Michael Jordan of truck drivers. <laughs> because that might be a stretch. You, no, but you're making these stops through those streets. I mean, this is a. I want to give you. It's a stressful job. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be, though. If, if you don't make it, you can go to the hotel. You know? Oh, you do have that option. Oh, yeah. You could stay over here. I mean, they frown on it, but if you don't make it, you don't make it. So you're always trying to beat. It's a game of beat the clock, really. I have five kids at home, dude. I stay over here, my old lady will freaking kill me. <laughs> That's that's a lot of uh, man hours to try and do it by yourself. Now most other truck drivers they usually have two, right? Yeah. We'll have a we'll have a helper starting in like another week or two, and we'll all share one guy. But you don't like the helper. You'd rather just do it yourself, right? It's mm, <coughs> depends on who you get. Right. If you get a good helper, it's good. If you get a guy that's just slowing you down and just just get out of the way, you know. What's the uh, most annoying part of the job? What's the yeah? What what drives you crazy? Mm, parking. There's nowhere to park. People park in loading zones. You know, you come around the corner, someone's in your spot. You freaking can't find them to move it. It's the end of. And walk. then you're playing that beat the clock. You can take. End it. up walking shit freaking three blocks. You know. You've had how many injuries have you had? Oh man, I shredded my knee. How'd you do that? Just going down the ramp. That was in 2008. I was out for 11 months. Would you tear ACL or something? No, the, the thing that holds your kneecap together, that tendon right there, mm -hmm. snapped it and my kneecap was like up here. You, did you curl up? The minute you went down, you went right. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a barrel of shit, man. Oh my God. Yeah, it was... Uh... But they were pretty cool to me, though. They put me right back into my spot. 
they could have just got rid of me, you know? Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. This is one of the most... Oh. Uh, Can I take this? Yeah, go for it. Hey, Addy. What's going on? I called you a couple minutes ago. Oh, boats are here. They're already unloading. Can I call you in like 15 minutes? My friend Doug stopped me. He does a podcast <laughs> on... Uh, on what are you doing? Nantucket. Oh, it's on it's on the internet, interwebs. And uh, on, on the internet podcast, and he wanted to interview me because he says I'm the hottest working guy out there. <laughs> you are, man. <laughs> she says I'm so glad you don't have it on speakerphone. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> oh, he used to have the ice cream shop at the end of the wharf. He's seen seen what it's like. He asked me like three months ago and I forgot all about it and he just saw me today. He's like, what time are you going to be at the boat? <laughs> okay, call you back in like 15 minutes? Alright, Alright, bye. So how, tell me how that works. How does it get, like, do you, you, there's different classes. What's, what class of truck is this? Um, they call this a pup. It's like a little 28 foot trailer. Not uh-huh. one of those, you know, you, you can never have one of those things around town. So you're always doing pups here, but yeah. you can you can do that. That that's not a different class. It's the same. It's just the. Oh yeah, my license. I can drive that. I can drive anything. It's just I wouldn't want to drive one of them out here. I mean, you, you couldn't make a turn out here. Let's go out of town and just go straight out of town. You know. Right. Is there a lot of like camaraderie on the other truck drivers? Oh yeah, everybody's cool out here. Everyone's looking for out, out for each other. Even the UPS guy, that kid, Jay Russo. Yeah. That was at the top of the hill. There. Uh-huh. You must know him. Yeah, yeah. He uh. Dude, if he sees me coming, he'll move his truck for me, get out of a loading zone, let me have it. We all, you got it. I just think it's crazy that, that you've been in situations where people have been yelling at you and giving you crap. <laughs> you know, you seem to deal with it pretty well, but have you ever really snapped? Mm, not really. I ain't never hit anybody yet. <laughs> <laughs> so now, how many pieces, like, this this trailer here, <coughs> normally, how many items are on it, usually, on, on a busy day? Today, well, I don't know. Today was 718. So you 718 pieces by yourself. Yeah. When you go home, are you absolutely crying? <laughs> no, I got five kids at home, man. They don't let me just go home and. So what time do you get home? So what's the yeah? What's the timeline after you do all your deliveries? You made how many how many stops today? 24. 24 stops. You unloaded 750 pieces yeah. or. 12,184 pounds. That's how. Because it's all done by weight. Yeah. They weigh every box. Where is the Cisco Shipping Center? Plimpton. And so you pick the truck. How long is the drive from your house to Plimpton? I don't go there. I go to Hyannis. We have a little yard in Hyannis. They bring them down to me. Ah, uh, okay. It's like an hour away, and you'd spend, you know, if I had an hour ride to the boat and then five hours a day on the boat, then an hour ride back, that would be seven hours, and I haven't touched anything yet, you know? Yeah. So that's why you're... But the idea of beating the clock just means you get to get home, and you're yeah. less time... Is there, is there a financial incentive? Do you get more, is it bigger pay? No, just the, uh, you get paid like five hours of delay time for the boat ride, but right. it doesn't pay anymore to come out here. As far as truck drivers, this Cisco route, though, is one of the highest earning, right? Didn't you tell me that? Yeah. This, this is a pretty coveted route, right? Well, yeah, no, nobody wants it, but it pays real well. I mean, you do well. That's what, I remember you telling me yeah. that. that it, it's, it's one of the highest paying routes, but it's, no, nobody wants to do it. 
because no, physically, that yeah. I think that's the point that it was important that. Physically. That and a lot of guys don't like the idea of not making it home. There's always that possibility, you know, weather, boats break down, run out of hours. What's your worst trip? This one. This right now? No, like well, this trip I'm on today. Yeah. And this has been a bad trip. Oh no! I mean, I thought you meant like in general. No, this today wasn't hard. No, I want to hear like what's the word? Can you think of uh, one of your worst trips that was just? Uh, Oh, I've spent four days in a row out here. Just sitting in a hotel room? No, we used to do a, an overnight trip on Sunday nights because Mondays we just too busy. So I came over Sunday night, and then the weather kicked up Monday. So I got stuck here. They sent the truck over for me for Tuesday morning. I did that one, then the weather kicked up again Tuesday night, so I got stuck here again. It just was one of those, I got home like Thursday, I think. Yeah. kept sending a truck over in the morning for me. So there's really only you and another guy are doing this downtown route. The blonde, what's the blonde guy's name? Johnny. Johnny. He does the wharf. It's just you and him. Yeah. But now you might be bowing out. Yeah. I think it's my last year. Why? <laughs> I just I got <laughs> old, he, I'm, I'm looking at his elbow who's completely <laughs> torn up. I just got you old, man. It's this physically, young it's, game it's physically... The thing is, you really have to know the planning. Like you said, it's not just uh, you just unloading boxes. You prep it in your head what's got to go where to what restaurant. Well, everything's got a sticker on it and a barcode, and you scan every piece, so you can't give the wrong one. I mean, you could, but that happens. It makes it pretty easy, so you don't give away too much, you know. Right. It's pretty. Everything is accounted for, right? Yeah. Do you get penalized if something gets delivered to the wrong? No. No. They get it. You're running around crazy out here. They get it, and everybody out here cool too. Like if someone. Like, if I brought one case to Dune and it was supposed to go to Brotherhood, they just walk across the street floor. Right. The restaurants are all pretty supportive. Yeah, they get it. Nobody's going to steal they, it. They, they realize you're, you're pretty important to the chain. Well, they want it if they want it on the other hand, too. You know what I mean? If I gave something of theirs away, they'd want someone to bring it over. You know, everybody yeah. gets it out here. What would you do if you didn't do this? What are you going to do? I'll do cape trips. So just, you'll just bow I'm going to stay with Cisco. I'm just not going to... Not do I'm the, not going to do this anymore after this year. Ten years? Yeah. Well, I did two on the vineyard and eight out here. Is there any difference between the vineyard? That was a vineyard. There's a boat every 45 minutes. So there's no stress. You just finish, you get out of the boat. Yeah, that And there's two docks. You can go to Vineyard Haven. If they don't have anything for you, they'll tell you to go to OB. You go down there, you jump right on a boat. Over <laughs> here, you don't make this one. The next one's not till 5.30. Nantucket's a different beast, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is, bro. What are your impressions of it? Like... If I had money, I'd live out here. But <laughs> you know, I don't, well, I don't know. You're driving. You're doing pretty well as a truck driver. It's, yeah, I do all right. That's that's. I couldn't. Uh, but you physically, you don't think? You, no, I can't do it anymore. What were the other injuries? No, it's by tore this bicep. Oh my god! I tore Jesus, the, Scott. the tricep on the same arm. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you can see it. Yeah. Well, how did you do that one? I was at Fog Island, and. The weather was bad, and we didn't get here till like, 5 o'clock. Me and another guy were on the same truck together. And I went down the ramp, and a 50-pound bag of onions fell off the two-wheeler, and I grabbed my fingers in it, and I threw it up on top, and it snapped right when I threw it up on top. <sighs> See, this is what I mean. You paid the, the dues that you <laughs> paid this job physically, you know, a knee, a torn bicep, which uh, is pretty excruciating, right, the pain? The rehab just initially, for that? no, they didn't do anything for it. Because it's still connected, it still works. It's just that part's. It moved. <laughs> yeah, it just. I guess it's supposed to connect in two spots. 
like it's supposed to be connected like there and down and underneath and just the top part broke so they're like don't worry about it do your friends have any idea how hard of a job this is the ones that work for Cisco does Cisco do you think they understand like oh, they, yeah. they, they're is Gary still a rep is this you Gary Schneider yeah Gary's out there you know they want me you might have to yeah, we call this guy Country. I love this guy. Country? Yeah, I love him. He just got his own groove. He's got his own swagger. What's up, kid? Alright. Yeah, there should be three of us on this. John's right over there. He's gonna he's at Sea Dogs. He'll be here in like two minutes. Two minutes? You ready to go? I'm always ready, babe. <laughs> Alright. That, this, listen, man. I know you got to go. That's this, all right. Wait till they wave me. This was awesome, though, because I really, I do think that. Dude, I smell like a goat. <laughs> no, 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 man. I, I think it's. Uh, I, I just the job is one of these jobs that, out on Nantucket that is just. I've watched you do it. I wanted to get. I want to give people a sense of how much effort and physical manpower goes into doing it, and then not a lot of people can do it. Oh. And you do it pretty well. Like this isn't. I, Backing up the straight wharf is not an easy task. They don't let them back all the way down to you guys now, like where you were. Yeah. They make you stop at the high line and walk everything down now. Johnny got screwed on that trick. Really? Oh, yeah. Well, that there's the new scaffolding, too, which is makes things a little tighter. Yeah, they said they redid the bricks or something. They don't want trucks down there. Yeah. So... You'll still drive truck on the Cape, just done with Nantucket. Yeah. Who's next? Is there someone that's uh, vying for it? Are there a lot of guys waiting for it? No, there aren't. No, no, no. So maybe you're in a bargaining position. You can be like, if you want me to do this. Well, you notice this goes all about seniority. You bid your trips by seniority. And I'm mm -hmm. out of the guys in Hyannis. So I got way more seniority than everybody else, so I can pick and choose what I want, you know? He's waving you, man. Who is? Country. <laughs> Country's waving. All right, dude. Yeah, man. man that was oh, awesome. Man. I tell you, after listening to listen to him tell me about those injuries, man, I just feel like such a wuss. I play guitar, do a podcast, and you look at Scott, who's out there pummeling the streets. Oh, man, I just feel like a wuss, Scott. But uh, was that cool, man? I, I, I really dug that conversation. I hope you guys did, too. Thanks again, Scott. And if you see him down there sweating away, give him a honk. Tell him you appreciate it. I'm sure the restaurants do. Thanks again, Scott. And uh, now we're going to switch over to, uh, this is a quicker conversation. This is uh, Jeff and Jeff, and these are two audio technicians that I chatted up on the high line. Another, uh, another example of the different types of people that are just making the trek out to Nantucket. It's, it's uh it's a place that people have to come to work because that's where the money is, I guess. No uh, no other way to shake it, you know? People are going to go where the work is, right? Two hours of driving, these guys did. Uh, so let's do that. Let's go to Jeff and Jeff, two audio technicians that were out here, have been doing work on Nantucket. Chatted them up on the high line and uh, enjoy it. Here it is. Well, the commute, you're commuting two hours? Two hours. From where? 
Blacksville, Mass. And where are you? Uh, what's your name? Jeff. Jeff. And Jeff. Jeff and Jeff. Yeah. And you guys, you, you're commuting back and forth every day or once a week, or uh, as they need us. If they need us for two, three days, we commute for the, you know, come in and then leave after the two, three days. It's crazy. The construction's up. crazy, right? Absolutely crazy right now. And you've been here before? Like yeah, yeah, I was here years back. Um, what does it seem like since the last time we were here? It's booming now. It was, it was still a good pace back then, but it's booming now. You know, I haven't seen so much building as I have now. Well, you just got here. What do you think? I'm just starting with him. Uh, yeah, Nantucket. I've never seen it before. It's beautiful out there. Well, you got a house building in every, every other house. Yeah. Yeah, like, well, being yeah. on. Everybody wants to love, live out here. Pretty cool. What's the, the commute? Has it gotten old yet for you? No, no. Um, I'm kind of used to the commute because I'd rather come here than go to Boston every day. So at least here, the once I'm here, it's only 10 minutes, 15 minutes each job site. So. so what time do you have to get up in the morning to get the boat? Uh, what time do you get up last What time night? do you leave your house? I left at, uh, left at 7. No, about 7 because we took a 10 o'clock boat. Oh, that's not bad. That's not too bad, no. I mean, to make the 6 o'clock, we early. have to leave. Trying to get early to get five yeah. seats, obviously. Right. Prepare the tickets and get your stuff on. we got tools. You're going to pack. You're going to get clothes. You're going to pack on everything. Yeah, we left Boston at uh, 6 o'clock the night before. So, got get home. down here, yeah. Oh, then I go home and yeah, pack, pack again. And, yeah, exactly. You know, I didn't go to bed too late. Come back over here. Yeah. The construction's pretty wild, though, the amount of construction that's going on. Oh, it's like uh, east of 495. Is a big? Is there a big pay increase from where you go? Where if you were to do your work in your town that you live in, is it obviously it's fine? You got it's worth it to come here, you right? Gotta, yeah, you got to make it worth it. Yeah, yeah, because well, you got expenses. I mean, nothing's cheap on Nantucket. And what do you guys do in your low voltage? Low voltage technicians. Audio. Audio, video, control systems. You just put in a huge system. How much does one of the systems cost that you typically put in? It can range from 50000 to 200000 What's the most expensive one you put in? The most expensive one we put in was $1.2 million. $1.2 just for your audio? I haven't touched one of those. Well, that's audio, video, control systems. It was a Crestron system. That was out in um, Chatham. So... We all take pieces of the, of the puzzle, you know, pieces of the project. Right. Like I'll wire it, another guy will come and put equipment in, or sometimes we'll put the equipment in. You know, another guy will program it, we'll ask him to program. Yeah. Well, this hopefully the boat ride won't get won't get old quick or. No, it's, you know, it's kind of nice. Beats staying in traffic. Well, beats sitting in traffic, huh? It beats sitting in traffic. How about a boat ride? Two hours, then a boat ride. Go work for eight hours, hop back on the boat, drive another two hours back home. Man, I tell you, folks, Nantucket is an interesting place. The worker bees of this island, a round of applause to all of you. It's, uh, it's a crazy place to live, folks. I'm, I'm coming to terms with that, but uh, it is a beautiful, beautiful place to live as well. And uh, finding that balance is uh, the deal, but... Uh, those are two interesting snippets of some of the worker bees going out out here. And, uh, God, I keep thinking about uh, Scott showing me his uh, bicep that had torn off. <laughs> oh, my God, man. It looked literally the ball that you know that uh, if, you, if you were to flex your arm, that ball that would be there was pushed up in, like towards his shoulder. 
kind of a gnarly looking arm, man. But, uh, you know, work is work, right? Good work if you can get it. Well, again, guys, thanks again for uh, sitting down. Jeff and Jeff and uh, Scott Del Farbro, the Cisco truck driver. Give him a give him a honk. Let him know you care, right? Hopefully your jobs are going well. It's a Friday evening that I'm recording this, so uh, the sun is out. It's on, folks. It's on. We'll see you on the next episode. Silver.